Welcome back, Rip City. I'm your host, Tim Johnson, and this is the Busted Bucket Podcast. Locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the city of roses, city of bridges, stump town, PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Joining me is my co-host, Gary, the six-man Hassan. What's up, what's up? Got a new episode, another one that I'm excited for. Yeah, and you should be because we got yet another special guest. Please welcome Hassani Belt. What's up, man? Welcome to the show. What's going on, man? Pleasure to be here. Appreciate appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, so yeah, you, you gotta get me before I, I read Superstar them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely, good. man. You gotta <laughs> start somewhere. Good. Uh, yeah, so Hassani, why don't uh, why don't you tell our listeners exactly why you're on our show? What uh, you you got some some experience doing something? Yeah, well, yeah. So I'll be the person to uh, give you some referee intel. <laughs> um, I know a lot of uh, what goes on with being a fan. You like to blame the referees. You want to know. <laughs> If he made, if they made the right call, if they didn't make the right call, well, you know, I'm, I'm a happy medium. I'll let you know, you know, unbiased opinion, of course. Right on, uh, Hassani. <laughs> how long you been a ref? How long you been doing it? Uh, so I, I dilly dallied in it. Uh, when I first, when I was in college, when uh, yeah, when when uh, me and Gary, uh, went to college, I was, you know, kind of refereeing a little bit on the side. <clears throat> And then from there, I got out of it because I went to like different cities that were like far away and I didn't have a car. So I was like, yo, how am I going to get to these knees to do games? So took a break from refereeing. Then when I got out of college, came back from LeGrand. And yeah, yeah, that's when I started the, the high school journey. And then I started doing all the AAU stuff. And I did that. And boy, can I tell you that I sucked? And I had no idea. I had no idea that I was this bad. I was, uh, yeah, I quite possibly could have been the worst ref in Portland. And <laughs> had Why no idea. That? Thought I was good. And yet I, you're still crazy. doing it. <laughs> Why do you say that? Why, well, so, Why would you say you Something happened. Yeah. Something happened in between now and then. So <laughs> that's why I'm still on it. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, so you're saying that, that you were the, the worst ref because like, you were impartial or like it was tough to see the calls or you were viewing it like as a player or, or or what? Well, yeah. So there's, yeah. Being an ex player or, you know, or, you know, coming from playing the game and, you know, seeing it from that Mm -hmm. angle, when you're, when you're finally in, when you're finally refereeing, you take it, it, you do it competitively. Like it's like, you're still playing almost. Mm -hmm. So, I would say that I sucked mainly at being a partner because it's, it, you know, like there's, there's three teams out there. There's one team for this basketball team or one. Yes. Yeah, so there's two teams going against each other. And then there's the, the referee team. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't understand that concept uh, starting out. Also, there's different nuances to refereeing that uh, come into play. And that's, that's where I kind of got lost that, you know, because I, I, you know, I had, I was ego driven. So when you're mm-hmm. ego driven, you can't really uh, tap into the, to the different aspects of refereeing like you should to make, 
the correct calls or not piss anybody off and mm -hmm. you know so big thing with me i'm pissing off everybody when i when i first started out fans partners uh kids <laughs> so that's why i was like you know what i was probably the worst referee from 2012 <laughs> to 2017 like, I'll, I'll say 17 that's when i started uh um, I like I went to my first camp in 2015, and mm -hmm. they told me I am trash. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what they did at this camp is like like you have to have the thickest skin, dude, because mm -hmm. they will literally take you out when you do something dumb mm. and scold you mm -hmm. in the middle of the game. Mm -hmm. Dang, and yeah. the parents are there watching. The kids are there watching. Like, yeah, I don't know why he got his ass taken out. That wasn't no foul. <laughs> I, I know exactly why he got taken out. Yeah. And then so yeah, I'm like, oh, I gotta go. God. And then you gotta hustle. You gotta hustle right off the floor, and you gotta mm -hmm. go talk to the clinicians. These guys play or referee division one. Um, yeah. A lot of them are, or some of them are, yeah, you have a mixture of Division One officials, Division Two guys that are signers in college, like that assign the college games and stuff like that. So um, you want to listen to those people. So, mm -hmm. yeah, like it was like a foreign language learning that stuff my first camp. And yeah, mm -hmm. dude, it, it from there, that's what kind of started the process of me uh, kind of removing my ego from it mm -hmm. because I had been ego dri driven for so long, especially with two person, two persons, like two person refereeing is like, Oh, this is my half of the court. And that's your half mm -hmm. type of thing. So, um, yeah. So you, you really pick up bad habits from doing the two person. Cause when you, when you jump from that to the three person, then you really have to uh, follow some rules. So, so you're, you're, you're talking about ego and stuff like that. And, a little backstory, man. So, so me and me and Hassani played uh, basketball together in college at a PCC. And when I first met this guy, he told me that his 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 favorite basketball player was Kobe, Kobe. But his second favorite basketball player is none other than Ricky Davis. And and if, and if, and if anybody knows anything about Ricky Davis. You know that this man achieved a, a triple double versus the Spurs. I'm pretty sure by throwing it off of his own backboard to achieve a triple double. And that is Hassani's favorite player, Ricky Davis. Man, he had the fadeaway just like Ricky. He he put his hand back just like just like Ricky. Man, so when you're you're talking about ego and losing your ego, then I would have wrong jersey, man. <laughs> you know I got that Ricky. You know I got that Ricky. <laughs> so Hassani, oh uh, you you transition from being a player to a referee. Do you feel you like you see the game differently now than when you were at a a, a player versus a referee? Um. I don't know. I don't know. That's a that's a tough one. I don't. I can't say that I necessarily see it differently. Um, I, yeah, I, I'll say that I look at it differently. Mm -hmm. Like now, mm -hmm. 
now I'm, you know, because I, I've been on the other side, now I'm looking at uh, the positioning of the referees sometimes, you know what uh -huh. I mean? Like, even, you know, when I'm watching, like, my favorite team or whatever, like, I'll, I'll be, you know, looking at the positioning or uh, who's supposed to call what and stuff like that. So I will watch it in a different way. You know what I mean? And uh, as when I do play and there's referees, I still give them shit. <laughs> I still give mm -hmm. them shit. It doesn't change. It's mm -hmm. not like, oh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a referee now. So, yeah, that gives you license to make bad calls. No, you still get You're going to get this work. Mm -hmm. You're going to get this work. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, hey, you're terrible. You're bad. <laughs> you're bad at refereeing. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You can ask them. I, I play in the round league. You can ask them. They're like, yeah, Sonny, he's a, you know. So still <laughs> nobody likes you? Um, Even your own team? <laughs> my team, I, you know, I, I don't know. Because I have an Android. And in the group chat, I, I don't know. It does something to y'all. It does something to the Apple iPhone users or whatever. It, the green bubbles, like, mm -hmm. they can't stand it. So, yeah, I actually <laughs> am hated by my team. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Makes sense. But, uh, yeah, refereeing, uh, for me, yeah, it's the... Uh, it, I can't say that I don't have frenemies, enemies. I do mm -hmm. have friends mm -hmm. in the in the, in the the industry. But, yeah, man, it's... it's uh, uh, I'll tell you what, it's a lot of uh, dog eat dog for sure. Yeah. Like people definitely, um, if they get a chance to, to get that leverage, because when we go to these uh, camps and things like that in the summer, like everybody's looking for that little niche to uh, to get, you know, some assigner uh, inspired so that they can uh, move up the next level. Mm -hmm. So. So what do you um, what do you think? I'm really curious to get your your opinion on this. When Richard Jefferson stepped in to ref, uh, what he ref like a quarter or two quarters during the summer league. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, I mean, as a fan, I'm like, yeah, that's that's hella cool. Like Richard Jefferson, this is great. Like this guy's hilarious. I love this <laughs> as a ref. Like you're still. <laughs> So you're working, you're doing your thing, but you're still also trying to get to that next level, right? And then you got a guy mm -hmm. that comes in who's played umpteen years in the NBA, is a sports broadcaster, and now he's jumping into that spot that maybe that could have been your spot to go and try out, right? Like, like why are mm -hmm. they giving it to him? So basically what I want to ask you is uh, how did you feel about that, first of all? Uh, secondly... Um, do you think that somebody like Richard Jefferson makes with his experience makes a good referee? And do you, do you see this as an avenue for them to start filling these referee positions? Hmm. Good question. Um, so I'll just go into, uh, my feelings on it. The, my feelings on it is I love it. I think anytime you can throw, uh somebody in there to just referee so they get that experience of how tough it is because mm -hmm. you know those nba guys they're trained they watch film they spend hours upon hours uh honing their skills they're doing mirror work they're 
you know, it's it's a lot of training and they and to pre- prepare for these games is a lot. So it's not it's not a walk in the park where you see uh, Tony Brothers out there or, you know, any of those guys. It's not like you just uh, show up for work, work and you do your job and you leave. No, no, it's, it's a lot <laughs> of stuff going on in the background. There's a lot of damn, I, I can't believe I made that bonehead call. You, you're watching film. You're mm-hmm. you know, you're getting uh, critiqued every game somebody's giving you something like hey you're not stepping in you're not stepping down and close down at the lead position you're not hustling you're not so you're you're under a microscope when you're you know refereeing uh uh at higher levels and so 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 i think it's great to throw richard jefferson out there and have him suck for <laughs> i don't know how many quarters just so right, you can right. get the so so that everybody knows that this is not easy. Uh-huh. So yeah, you mm-hmm. so yeah, don't yeah, especially during when when the games, um, you know, aren't as important. Obviously, they're important to the guy to the people playing, but mm-hmm. I think for an entertainment aspect, I think I think they did a they I think they did a good thing there. <laughs> um, to answer uh, another one of your questions, uh, do athletes make uh, or do former players make good uh, referees? And I would say yes and no. It depends. So it depends on your willingness to change gears from being a player mm-hmm. uh, to refereeing. If you can do that, then your your memory and knowing what a what it feels like to get fouled, what it feels like to get bumped, what it feels like to get hand checked. Mm-hmm. And to be able to see that and know what that feeling is and then, you know, pop your hand really fast to cause you just know. Mm-hmm. So once you can mm-hmm. once you can remove like the 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 sort of like ego that it is to, you know, be a dog on the court and work as a team um with the different nuances of, of refereeing then you yeah you could be a successful referee you, now that doesn't that doesn't mean that somebody who never refereed a game can't be great because there that's also a possibility because if you could come in and you can understand what's a foul and what's not a foul if you listen to people who have done it for years then you could you know and then obviously reading the book if you read the damn book a lot of a lot of a lot of referees they hey truthfully a lot of referees get on these courts and they ain't read a page in that book man Mm. so yeah dang i I don't want to sound like i'm whistleblowing but (laughs) you know it is what it is like you know like you have to get in the book if you want to be great at this then you have to get in the book because that's going to give you a lot of uh that's going to shorten your uh your learning curve Right. Uh, right there. Definitely. Experience will do that as definitely, well, def- but the book will. Yeah. Um, definitely. Like, I'm I'm, I'm glad that you, you talked about that. You know, I'm glad that we get to br- bring you in and talk to you, you know, because I think that a, a lot of people don't realize, you know, the difficulty and the, the nuance in what you got to do to become a referee, right? You know, I think that, uh, you know, uh, somebody sitting at home, you know, that has all these instant replays and the game's yeah. a lot slower yeah. and stuff like that. They're saying, how could the ref miss this call or this yeah. or that, you know, or you or, only get you one know, angle as like a even, ref. <laughs> one perspective. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And, and two, you know, then the, the game gets over. So it's like, 
the media, you know, goes straight to the player and then interviews the player, you know, about, you know, what you think about mm-hmm. the game. I've heard like a lot of people com- complain about, you know, why don't they talk to the ref about, you know, why they made this call or why they missed this call or whatever. So, so just to know that, you know, refs are watching film, you know, of themselves, you know, refs are going back and, you know, refs have people above them asking them, why'd you miss mm-hmm. this or that? It's good for people to know. Cause I think that a lot of people don't understand that aspect, right. you know? So, so to piggyback off of that, the, uh, the ref, the NBA implemented the two, uh, two minute report. So Mm -hmm. if the game is within 10 at two minutes, then they're going to put out a report probably uh, like within 24 hours on each call. Like we're talking out of bounds, Mm -hmm. charging, carry, whatever the case, whatever happens in that last two minutes, they're putting that Mm -hmm. on the website within 24 hours. So Hmm. that just goes to show, uh, you know that the 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 NBA is trying to uh, bridge the uh, you know or you know I guess extend their language to the uh, fan base mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. it's not so foreign to them when they mm-hmm. uh, you know when they have to explain things like you well, know and it's a way for them to be transparent for the fans too yeah it's yeah like, that, that's it's like we're gonna own Absolutely. up to these mistakes that we made and obviously like if we're gonna put out these two minute reports, obviously we're going to learn from them. And these are things that we're going to discuss and go over with said official. Absolutely. Right. So I think that's a cool thing, man. Uh, I do, I do have another question to just back mm-hmm. up a little bit about being a player turned referee. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you ever catch yourself watching a play develop and you're like, okay, I see what's about to happen here. I'm ready to blow my whistle. Cause that dude's playing a little too, too tight or whatever like you like you see it developing does that happen like often absolutely that's like <laughs> that's like that's like one of the things you want to do like first of all you want to find who's who's my knucklehead tonight <laughs> Who, who's, who's gonna be the guy that's gonna start shit because <laughs> because in reality we're gonna miss calls we're gonna you know we're gonna make some great calls yeah obviously but we want to get we want to we want it so that we're not thought about after the game so much mm-hmm. you know what i mean and one of the ways of doing that is by um you want to yeah you find those you find those knuckleheads and you take care of them because mm-hmm. if you can get out of the game without having fights or altercations or, you know, anything rising above common fouls, um, you know, regular technicals, then, you know, that's, that's what, that's the way you want it. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as like plays developing. Oh yeah. So like, if you see a full head of steam going to the basket, Hmm, I better get to my secondary (laughs) defender because there's probably going to be a block charge play. Right. You just know. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, when you're trailing uh, that first matchup uh, as you're crossing the the, the mid court line, uh, uh, the division line, uh, you're you're looking to see if is this player handsy? Is this mm. player is he trying to bump off to the the offensive player? Is he you know mess, uh, messing up their rhythm, speed, balance, quickness, you know that sort of thing? So yeah, we're we're constantly like watching the defense mm-hmm. that's one thing that like people don't 
understand when, you know, like you'll see, you, you, you probably remember when uh, LeBron like did something really absurd and the referee didn't call it. Like it was something so egregious. It was like definitely a travel and the referee didn't call it because we're trained to look at the defense. Okay. So like, like it has to be, I mean, granted it was obvious as fuck, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, like, yeah, but generally when we do call travels and stuff, it's really obvious. We're not like going out there to, ah, yeah, you move this pivot foot, Mm -hmm. uh, centimeter. Like we're not out there to do that. Right. Um, That's mucking up the game if you ask me, but (laughs) yeah, yeah. but yeah, as far as anticipating stuff, all the time like you you kind of have to you kind of have to rely on that experiment experience of uh knowing uh the pick and roll knowing high low and stuff like that so like mm-hmm. you, you start getting those things in your playbook as you uh as you move along so so you're you're talking about uh you know knuckleheads and watching players and stuff like that so so you as a ref now, what would you do if you seen two teammates fighting during the game? Like how how would you handle that? Um, well, I think you need to preface that question for our listeners who didn't hear our pre so, our pre recording okay. conversation. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so yeah. backstory, right? So so yeah, me and me and Ricky Davis, me and you know Hassani played at PCC together, and you know there was a, a timeout. And, you know, like I'm coming off the court, man, like I went to grab the towel from him and, you know, <laughs> basically just went all back. Cause I, like, I probably said something disrespectful. Then, so then, yeah, man. So I, I went to grab the towel and Hassani basically said, hell no. Right. So basically you know, in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're like, we're like fists are up hands are up (laughs) bouncing back and forth like ready to go right mind you the game is going going the game is going like like, Hassani not in the game like me like I'm in the game and they're playing like four on five and we had we had no clue like what was going on like it was you know so, I mean, it was, it was just like a different world then, you know, like our team was really bad. You know, we were very <laughs> ego driven, but at the time it seemed like the end of the world. I was like, you're going to give me that towel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was the, the whole season right there. That time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we were like, you know, five. Mind and... you, me and Gary were like the best of friends oh, the of entire course. season. And we of didn't course. have nobody to fight. So we were like, you know what? We fight each other. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I'm not mad at anybody. I, I just need to fight yeah. something. We we lost this right. many games. Yeah. <laughs> so, Somebody yeah, got so, to fight. <laughs> right. So the like, I I, I I don't even know like how the game stopped. Like I don't even know like what happened because me and him are in our own world, stop. right? It didn't stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it didn't stop. <laughs> you just said it didn't out. stop. <laughs> he sent us out of the game while they were playing, like whistles are going on. <laughs> they, they didn't give a damn about us. What, what, we, six and 21, they didn't care what the hell yeah. we just, just leave. Yeah. Right. So for you, if you've seen something like that now, like would you go over and give him a high five? Like would you kick him out of the game? <laughs> <high five? laughs> would you give him a high five? <laughs> 
Kick his ass, Seabass. Hey, 19 year old me? Absolutely. <laughs> but uh yeah that yeah you know now being on the other side that's a good yeah. question yeah so so for you now <laughs> how would i referee myself <laughs> oh um, man, man. <laughs> so if i seen an altercation like that i would uh i would tell the coach hey you need to handle that and you know so from from our from our situation mm-hmm. that's what he did he said y'all get the fuck up out of here yeah handle the situation as a referee mm-hmm. okay problems gone we're good right no further action needed yeah so so for, so for you now being a ref like what what would you say is the the toughest part of of refereeing like would it be you know trying to be impartial so would it be the fans would it be players yelling at you or what so um i i People know this about my personality. Like, if you know me in real life, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, you gotta have that. You have to have that as a referee. You have to have, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. It has to be there. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, it's gonna be hard for you to make it. Mm-hmm. If you, if you, if you take time to like, excuse my language, <laughs> is it cool? It's all good, <laughs> man. Yeah, you gonna bleep it out? No. Um, yeah, Go like if, unless you want us to. Hey man, do what y'all do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I'm saying, man. Uh, yeah, man. It, uh, what was the question? I don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> he got too caught up in in swearing. He's like, shoot, should I be yeah, I like, should I be okay, cursing well, like this uh, or? <laughs> no, but uh, so yeah, with uh, talking about thick skin, yeah. like you have to have it to to be able to to survive. Mm-hmm. Seriously, because. Mm-hmm. Um, the higher you move up, so it actually, even at the AAU level, they're probably worse. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to be discredited for everything, referee on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the, they. There's no, you know, there's there's no order mm-hmm. <laughs> on the AAU circuit, and that's where I started, and that's where I like really started not caring about what people were were saying, mm-hmm. um, because in all actuality, the referees already made their call. So there's nothing you could do to change it. Mm-hmm. There's no, I can't go back and rewind and be like, no, I'll, I'll take the foul away. Mm-hmm. No, it's already been called. I already reported it to the table. Mm-hmm. There's nothing we could do. Now I can explain my call. So when, you know, when, when coaches or players come up to me and ask me questions, then I could clear things up about what I saw. And mm-hmm. keep in mind, I'm human. So this human aspect of, you know, making the being a judge and jury on the game, like people are gonna give you the benefit of the doubt as long as you're humble about it. So, like yeah. me, um, yes, I don't care about what people say. Is I, I I'll say that I don't care about dis like if you're disrespectful, then probably not. You're probably not gonna get the right response out of me. But if you come at me respectful, then I can tell you, hey, yeah. Uh, Guy went A to B into the offensive player. That's why I had a foul. It. I mean, that's just like you know? a life lesson in general, yeah. right? Right, right. Just be good people. Just always, be respectful. I didn't know I was dropping jewels. Gems. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But no, so, yeah, I think that. So I think that like everybody should should try refereeing, man. I I try to do it. Go out there and suck. That's man. why. I, hey. Exactly. I already know I you're can't do it. You're gonna think you're good. I already know I can't. Yeah, you're gonna like think I, you're good. Yeah, like I, I tried to uh, do it, do it once for like uh, 
for like a a summer league game for like grown grown men or something like that, right? I had I had never been I had never been yelled at and cursed at so much. I, I had <laughs> I had never wanted to drop my whistle so bad and, and scrap and go over and square up with somebody. Like, <laughs> like look, bro, you are you are forty seven years old. You are you know five one. With a negative mm-hmm. thirty-two vert, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's jumping into the ground. Line is just horrible right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> the team I is do. now down thirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I just think so. I just think you know it's important you know for people to try to realize um, refereeing is hard. Like it's not it, it's not easy, and I think that you know we all need to just realize you know that 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 people or the the refs aren't just out there just willy-nilly just doing like what they want like they have to mm-hmm. answer to somebody like they aren't they aren't just making calls and doing whatever they want and then just going home and chilling like they're hearing it from the fans they're hearing it from both teams like you're not liked by anybody for the most part like no matter what call you make you're gonna be wrong in somebody's eyes you know what yep. I mean? yeah absolutely <laughs> It's got so it's got to be one of the toughest jobs there is, because you not, get you get really. you what get is, no love. Go ahead. It is a thankless job, and you get zero love. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Kind of. Like it depends. Man, we, uh, Hassani. Huh? People hate you. <laughs> like for real. Like there this, is there is some hatred. There is there is some hatred in people's hearts. For referees and it's Absolutely. and it's it's unfortunate Absolutely. because y'all are just out there trying to do your job <laughs> oh man that reminds me dude uh. nba fans the wait is over basketball is back so tip off this season with DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba new customers can make any five dollar nba money line bet and get two hundred dollars in free bets if your team wins Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Yeah, as far as hatred, absolutely. Um, I, you know, because I'm, you know, you know, I'm friends with certain people on Facebook or whatever, and I'll hear, I'll, I'll see a status about a game that I was on. And then they will say, they'll say the black rep. Oh no. I'm like looking at, I'm like, man, there's, uh, there's, there's three referees there. Uh, Hey, that's me. One of them was Hispanic. One of them was Hispanic. Uh, the other one, you know, Caucasian male. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> that is me. Damn. Well, damn. Uh, I, I guess it. And like I've, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen it, man. Uh, I have. I won't. Ex, I won't say who, but there's there's a there's a specific uh, coach out there <laughs> that every time every time he sees me, it's arguments. Period. Mm. It's happening. It doesn't matter. He he is never gonna like me. Yeah. And. You know, conversely, I'm I'm I don't fuck with him. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and that's just how that's just how it's gonna but be. How do, you, and... how do you control that situation though? Like you go into a, a game knowing full well that this coach is gonna let you have it the entire I game. Put in boundaries. I gotta put in boundaries immediately. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. I gotta put in boundaries. Cause because yeah, even me and uh said coach that doesn't like me, like when I when I set them boundaries, they know what time it is. Like mm-hmm. I have the authority to throw you out keep you in whatever the case may be like if it gets to a personal level i have the authority to um so that i can continue my job you know what i mean like i have i have tools that i can use right it's not vindictive it's just you just need to do your job yeah so so basically you just come in with boundaries and you be firm on those boundaries Mm -hmm. um when when coaches don't like you and that's you know or players Mm -hmm. and you just be firm and um and at the, at the end of the day, you'll get respect. Mm-hmm. You'll 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 get more respect than letting them t- say whatever the hell it is they want to say to you, right. and letting them get away with it. Right. Like you're gonna get more respect by having those boundaries set in place to let them know, hey man, it, it, that's not gonna fly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Yeah. And you know, so that's kind of how I deal with, uh, you know, people that hold grudges or vendetta. Dude, I got. There's people that hate me from AAU when I suck, man. Yeah. When I was fucking terrible. <laughs> but I, I don't, for lack of a better term, I was terrible, man. Yeah, yeah. And there's people that still follow my career from there, uh, and and, and uh, I, I like, dude, uh, like I heard from the grapevine that I'm not allowed at the the uh, the uh, what's it called, the LSI or whatever. Mm-hmm. Damn, Whoever right. the director is doesn't like me. Oh, damn. And will oh, not right. let me referee there. Damn. Huh. Every year, doesn't matter how me it doesn't matter how I ascend as a college referee. Yeah. I'm gonna do uh, you know, another tournament. Yeah. I'm not going what to What did the you do? The less why. <laughs> I don't That's know. That's what I want to know. I like, don't what, know. Richard, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> Honest truth. I have no idea, bro. Yeah. I have no huh. idea to this day. Somebody doesn't like me. Hmm. I think I heard the name before, like specifically, yeah. but yeah, yeah. you know, okay, so can't go there. Yeah. All right, whatever. I'll, I'll just try to get to the league. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fine. You yeah, know what so, I mean? So speaking of that, as you stated, you know, you've been refing, you know, high school and college. So, so what's your overall goal? Like, is it to be G League? Is it to WNBA, the NBA? Like. Euro, and not only that, it? not only that, I'm gonna piggyback or just add to it. How does someone get into refereeing? Because mm-hmm. that's like that's oh. that's that's a profession so that like nobody like who knows nobody how knows to get it right? Like right? like, mm-hmm. like they like just they just appear. All we have trust, baby. <laughs> they they grow them in a the lab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you just see dudes just come out of nowhere. Like, oh, you ref dudes? What the? Yeah, yeah. you yeah. don't have no history. Like you don't know what school they went to, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know, mm-hmm. like, you don't know any of their background. Like, where did you come from, dude? Uh-huh. Damn, that's true, though. Yeah, that's true. Ex ex tennis players, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, how did you get into basketball referee? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You work at Microchip. What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so the easiest. So this is a whole networking gig. 
It's one hundred percent networking. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we go to these camps and things, it's all networking. Mm-hmm. Literally, like that's what we're doing is meeting people, meeting the signers, trying to get buddy buddy with everybody before we leave out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the uh, at the high school level, you want to uh, in, in Portland, and this this is a uh, yeah. Hopefully, you guys, hopefully uh, a lot of listeners hear this. But you want to go to uh, this website called RefTown, mm-hmm. and you want to click on the PBOA link okay. uh, when it says registration. So in the corner somewhere, it will say registration. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you click on that PBOA link and uh, and register. And uh, somebody from the board is going to look at your application, and they're going to say, hey, come to this meeting mm-hmm. or come to this training or whatever the case. And that's pretty much you just show up from that mm-hmm. point on you just show up mm-hmm. and then eventually you're gonna have a referee shirt and a whistling him out doing some uh jv2 game in a uh, uh in a school with the auxiliary gym with a with a carpet where it's carpet <laughs> and <laughs> no fans the parents don't even want to see how bad this basketball is <laughs> um <laughs> you'll end up there yeah. so um yeah, so that's uh, that's kind of one of the ways you, you, you do it. You just uh, you look up the information and you show up to a meeting. And once mm-hmm. you show up to a meeting, you're pretty much in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, as far as as far as high school goes, uh, on the AAU circuit, it's kind of like um, I, how I got into it was I think one of my buddies was uh, was refing on uh, some basketball team that I was. Uh, on in City League, he was refing AAU, and then so I, he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna talk to my boy. He gets you on," and that's how I got on the AAU stuff. So, so still networking. You could, yeah. yeah, still networking. You could, uh, like, yeah. There's there's people in the association, Portland Basketball Association, that um, that know people, and they'll give you names and numbers, and they'll, and they're happy to have refs. They will, man. You could be fresh out the pen. You could be. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you, they do not care. You could be a mechanic just getting off of work, and they yeah. will put a referee <laughs> shirt on you, and they will throw you out there for 10 games. For 10 okay. games. And you will be berated. Yeah. <laughs> and defamed for 10 hours straight. <laughs> and all you will have made is $200. Yeah. And so, so... You know that's kind of the ways you, you get into it uh with the uh vancouver association how you get in uh i think they still have a website um and there you can get emails off of it's uh it's evergreen basketball officials association so i think it's evergreen and then boa i'm not sure but yeah type in that evergreen basketball association uh, officials association it'll go to some link and then you'll start reading and you'll be like, oh, okay, email this person. And then, mm-hmm. so you email them, that person will get back to you, say, hey, we, they need people, especially like, uh, you know, for the middle school stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all, they can't have enough referees for the middle school stuff because if they try to right. assign me that shit, <laughs> <laughs> tough cookies. <laughs> Would you look at the time? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, um, so yeah, that's uh, 
that, that's pretty uh that's pretty much how i've gotten into any association be it soccer or basketball uh yeah you just kind of find out when the meetings are and then you show up Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So what's the the process for for like uh, the MBA and like the MBDL or or, G okay. or college or whatever? Okay, yeah. So uh, so college college you want to go to uh, these uh, college camps. Uh, you want to make sure that the, the people that are going to be seeing you are college offi- college officials mm-hmm. or college assigners. So you, you know you're going to get that in a brochure. So mm-hmm. such and such assigner is going to be there from the NWAC. Or from the Big Sky, or from the Pac-12, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you wanna you wanna find out that information first and figure out what level you should be at. So if you're just trying to get in a, uh, to uh, community college ball, then you wanna hit up uh, uh, referee schools uh, in the Northwest. Uh, you wanna go to uh, if they get it back the Emerald City. Uh, mm-hmm. Officials Academy, that's a good one. Okay. Um, uh, also, there's uh, w- w- actually with this group that I'm in called the Co-op, we're going to have something going on next summer. Uh, and one of our guys is actually an assigner now. So hmm. he's going to have a camp for for people that are interested in uh, trying to referee community college ball as hmm. well. So there's different... Uh, there, there's there's we're split up into two groups i hate it i wish i could go do some women's games this year yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what i'm saying but i'm on the i'm on the quote-unquote men's side and yeah. so i can't referee with uh you know referee women's games even though i enjoyed it last year mm-hmm. um so yeah we're, we're split off into two groups one camp is gonna each camp is gonna be based off of what gender you're going to be refereeing mm-hmm. so if, if you go to referee school, you're going to a women's camp. If you go to Emerald's, Emerald City, you're refereeing a men's camp or GNAC. You know, GNAC has both. They have women's and men's. So you, okay. you, you kind of figure out, okay, so what, which, which goal am I after? Am I trying to be a women's official? Am I trying to be a men's official? Mm-hmm. So you try to figure that out. And then you go there and, you know, uh, <laughs> they pick you apart and tell you what you did wrong at the mm-hmm. camp once you once you're in there and uh, and oh, you're gonna network with some people. They're gonna tell you you're bad at refereeing for the most part. Uh, <laughs> the, the the bright spots. They're gonna tell you, oh, man, you're so awesome. And you know you're probably gonna get hired. <laughs> they tell you you're awesome. You, you you probably got a good chance of being hired because they don't throw that around uh, lightly. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah so like i yeah it took years of them telling me i ain't no, nothing yeah for them to <laughs> be like okay we, let's let him in let's let him in uh he's gotta put in your time he's done enough yeah. he's done enough he's so done what, enough so so what did you say your ultimate goal was okay so uh the ultimate goal is uh i don't know i don't i don't necessarily put a ceiling on it mm-hmm. i think I think the highest thing you could ever do in this in in in, in refereeing is to referee pro in the in the finals, right? Or something like that. So it's only uh, a select few that do that, though. <laughs> yeah. So far, uh, you know the the you know uh, you know you start you start with I want to referee JUCO, okay? So I did that. Um, I want to be 
Uh, I want a referee as the four-year level. So I, I'm, I'm doing that. Uh, you want to uh, get identified by uh, either... Uh, yeah, you want to get identified by the G League. I've done that. So you want to... You, you just... You know, it kind of goes in increments. It's, it's kind of like a process, man. It's, it's, it's really a long ass journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, that's kind of what I'm on right now is a, a big ass journey. So, uh, to to uh, to elaborate, uh, when you go to these camps, a lot of times they'll have an NBA scout there. Okay. And so you want to be on your best behavior if yeah. you want to ascend to that level. Yeah. Because yeah, they're gonna be watching and they're gonna be taking notes and uh, you know I, I've uh, you know I've had the, the the privilege to you know have have a guy pull me aside and be like hey what's your information etc stuff like that and start start that process or whatever so um, you know so it's it's luck a lot of it is luck a lot of it is. Um, you know, kind of your enthusiasm about things and, mm-hmm. you know, people pick up on energy. They could tell if you really give a damn or if you don't. Right. You know, so, uh, yeah, that with the with the G League and stuff like that, it's, it's, it's kind of luck. You just have to go, you have to go where they're going to be there, mm-hmm. where there's going to be some representative there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then you want to you, you just want to, you know, be as sharp as you possibly can and then you know hopefully they'll pull you aside it's it's so it's not that many people that get pulled aside at mm-hmm. these uh at, at different camps and so like you, you're actually wanting like <laughs> a million people that probably want to start that process but Damn, you know they wow. end up choosing you is is really it's it's like a it's like a blessing from you know all your hard work but also a little bit of luck you know what i mean so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay Okay, so so we're we're talking about you know NBA and G League and all that. Did you see the the play where uh, Zion got got fouled and went down, and everybody thought like he's gonna be out for the season? Did you see that at all? So the so the uh, so the so Zion's playing. So I think it was the the Jazz. I think right. I think and, I know uh, what play you're talking about. I yeah, think so, I real yeah, quick. So, so Jordan Clarkson goes down, shoots, and I'm pretty sure that uh Oh he got uh, blocked. Is yeah, that the play so, where he got blocked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So Okay. So so, so yeah, you know, Clarkson go, goes down, shoots it, gets blocked, mm-hmm. Zion goes down to go down and unleash a vicious dunk or whatever, right? Yeah. Clarkson comes down, blocks it, Zion falls, and everybody thinks, Oh no, so is Zion gonna be out for the year again? People yeah. went People went back and forth on this, but for you, like when you seen that, do you think that was a foul for one? And for uh-huh. two, do you think the refs were in like a good position to make the call, or or what do you think? So um, I, I thought it would be a good idea to have my computer open, and yes, it is a good idea. I'm looking at the play right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is, is... I think the lead was in a pretty good position. Mm-hmm. The other referee uh, that would be on this play, the lead was the lead was he did a good job hustling back, mm-hmm. so he got a good look at the play. Um, the other person that could possibly see any foul play is the trail 
from that from the position of where Zion is is uh is trying to protect the ball mm-hmm. uh only the trail and the lead are going to have a good visual of a foul here and the mm-hmm. lead does a really good job of hustling back um what i have on the play is a, you know i got a clean block um yeah. these type of things happen when you, when everybody's freaking giants yeah. and, <laughs> and hustling. you know and yeah. hustle and, and moving very fast very I, expeditiously i might add to, to me it's uh, a bang bang play mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a, it's, a, it's one of those unfortunate plays you know injuries do happen like yeah. Not every time somebody gets injured is a foul or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> of course, you'll see you'll you'll see a official be like, "Oh, he's injured. I'm gonna call a foul anyway." <laughs> right, right. You know what's the foul like? And that's like good because like yeah, we could tend to this injured player. Um, yeah, I can remember when Kobe uh, Kobe uh, like fell down uh, with the Achilles and like the referee had a foul. He didn't get touched. It was just mm-hmm. the Achilles just gave out on him. Yeah. And, you know, but it was good to call a foul in that situation. Like, you just yeah. know, Co- there's no way Kobe just fail yeah. without somebody making him fall. So, um, right. Like, even uh, some of the calls and stuff, you know, during the, the Blazers Laker game, you know, there were some pretty big calls and stuff. And, and one that, that, that stands out to me is when uh, Nurkic got, got charged with the offensive foul. And um, <laughs> but, right. You're talking about against uh, what, what team was that against? Uh, Lakers and Blazers. Oh, Lakers and, uh, and Blazers. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah, that yeah. play. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, so you know the the game was close, you know, and I think that yeah. uh, Nurkic like went up to to pick uh, Beverly or something yeah. like that, and yeah. then Beverly just fell, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking like. <laughs> oh my god like what is happening right now you know what i'm saying so then they they went in and like reviewed it and stuff like that but i mean yeah that was uh, that was the best uh explanation by oh, absolutely nurk went to set a block and and <laughs> beverly took a dive <laughs> yes 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 excellent officiating excellent officiating that was absolutely what happened. Like there was nothing that Nurkic did that make him fly like that. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Pat Dev. <laughs> Come on, Pat. Do you see that Come a lot on, though? Man. Do you see that a lot where, where players tend to flop? Man, it, it happens so much. College is sick of it. You get a technical foul for doing that. Yeah. Wow. Seriously, yeah. you get a tech like they go boop boop technical foul here. Yeah. Flop. Yeah. Good. Wow. They stop. They stop the game. Boop, boop. Mm-hmm. Technical foul. Flop. Seriously. Hey, Amen. That's how. That's how sickening it is. Yeah. At least at the men's college level. Now the women, they don't have that yet. But yeah. at the men's college college level, like if you take a what a quote unquote dive, oh yeah, that's a technical. That comes with a technical foul as well. Yeah. Well, it, it detracts <laughs> from the game, man. Yeah, yeah, it's um. So here's here's my thing, because you know, obviously, I have playing background, mm-hmm. um, and then you know the referee experience. So my thing on it is, if you become, I, I feel like, and th- I hate it that when when players get so skilled that they can't fool the rest, but I feel like if you work on that skill of looking like you got fouled. I feel like that's a skill. Mm-hmm. 
Sure. I feel like that's uh, that, that's honestly like a skill that some players do possess the the, the ability to make it look like they're getting fouled. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it is our it's our job to figure out. Hmm, is he bu- is he BSing or is is that really a foul? You know, so mm-hmm. we have to. You know, uh, we you know you you you, you want to call it like you see it, but mm-hmm. you know guys. Guys are trying to, um, they're trying to win the game. That's right. that's the biggest thing here. And so anything that <laughs> I heard this from <laughs> one of uh, one of the people I know, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> so, you know, guys like Harden and stuff like that, they had to like put rules in because you know Harden got so good, got so skilled at tricking the referees that they're like, okay, we're not falling for this though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't look at enough film. Okay, we're putting in this rule and this rule and this rule because this is messing up our game. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, kudos to the to the NBA for cracking down on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like yeah, that's what that's what these guys are getting. You know, they're so smart. Like players are so so much smarter than when me and Gary were in college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. they're so much. They're they're so much craftier now. They they're uh, they move right to left so much differently and with uh, different fervor than, than than they used to. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's it makes it it makes it interesting to to referee uh, from from that. You know, just the intelligence of uh, you know the the players is just getting yeah. And then and then somebody who's like five years old is watching John Moran and is like, okay, I'm gonna do you one better when I get. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so the game is constantly evolving, evolving, which is why, you know, uh, you get the argument like, oh, the the 2017 Warriors would beat any team or whatever, mm-hmm. and you know that might be true. <laughs> you know, they can shoot the big skin off of that thing, you know. So, uh, so, so Hassani, big time Laker fan, he's he's currently wearing. Don't a, tell uh, nobody that, bro. Keep that on the He's he's currently wearing a, uh, a Westbrook jersey right now, like as we speak. <laughs> and man, for me watching the the Blazers and Lakers game, man, I was so happy <laughs> because some of those plays were just were just were just very interesting. We gave um, y'all the game, right? Right, and like the the play that I'm thinking about specifically. Um, so I think it was like. 101 102 or something like that and um, there's like 30 seconds to go in the game westbrook's dribbling the ball like down the court ad and lebron (laughs) are back at at the half court line and like you know westbrook dribbles 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 pulls down like in the right wing and everybody is like blazer fans at least are like shoot it oh thank god shoot it (laughs) shooter shooter and this man pulls up yeah. Oh my God! Just and he uh, pulls up and clangs it. Something serious, right? And something I'm just like, serious. Not even. I cold, am dude. so happy. I can, because... I can understand the in and out. Yeah. I would have gave it a doubt if it went in and out. Yeah. This had no chance. No chance. This had absolutely mm-hmm. no chance. And uh, and that set it up, you know, for for Dame to come down and hit the three and stuff and stuff. You I, never do that. You never yeah. go two for one. I don't know whoever taught, I don't never I don't know whoever told him to go two for one in that situation, but um it's a 
it's a one possession game. Yeah. And you're up, so you want as much time to come off the clock as possible. Mm-hmm. I'm not a coach. Especially when you're up, what. too. Yeah, but if you're up one, you definitely want to take off. You, you, if, if they get the ball, you want them to have one possession. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get the ball back and be down because mm-hmm. now, you, you know, we basically played in their hands. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, yeah, when you do stuff like that, there's really no explanation, which is why he's like, you know what? My hamstring is acting up. I am not. <laughs> I am not suiting up next game. Y'all going to have mine on your own. <laughs> I, I have embarrassed myself. Thank right. you very much. Right, like, you know. <laughs> I will not be suiting up in Denver. I'll sit this yeah. one out so I can do. And they yeah. look horrible without him. Yeah, just like and, the like isn't that crazy? Yeah. See, isn't like that crazy the... that like cause he's not playing well, yeah, yet yeah. they look better with him than without exactly. him. Exactly. It's exactly and it's like been the... like this for two years. Cause yeah. you try to sit him out. Yeah. And they're like, oh LeBron's playing and Russell's sitting out. Yeah. <laughs> and they look terrible. And then <laughs> yeah, like they're the... like, Oh, AD's playing and Russell is sitting out. And they yeah. look awful. <laughs> so then you put you put Russell in there and it's like, I they made some bad plays at the end of the game and lost it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean the 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 <laughs> the thing about it though is too like just to see LeBron's reaction and like Anthony Davis's reaction, <laughs> like when the ball's Dog. going up, they were like, "Yeah, what is this guy doing? Like he's not being serious right now." And just I don't know. I mean, for me too, you know, even seeing how I think people are over. I think people are over uh, analyzing that. Really? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't think that's like, oh, we hate Russ as a teammate because he did yeah. that. I think, I think, yeah. yeah, people like first take and, and all of these different, you know, yeah. Skip Bayless and those guys, like they really went to town on something that is internal. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. it's just, it's just a bonehead play. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, yeah, and yeah. these things happen over the course of an 82 game season and they're going yeah. to move on. Mm-hmm. It's not something that's got to be. Uh, oh, we gotta straight trade him right now because mm-hmm. he missed a because he took a dumb shot. Like yeah. that's not yeah. that's not how anybody looks at this. Yeah. Nobody is like, oh, he took a dumb shot. Let's get on the phone. Like, yeah, you you get to that, but it's mm-hmm. not like it's not like how they're making it. Like they're trying to sensationalize the whole thing and make it to where LeBron hates Russell Westbrook and yeah. well, that's their job, him. right? Yeah. That's their job, <laughs> right? They're just doing their job, Asani. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah. But yeah, but I mean, for me, like he hates, he hates referees. <laughs> not at all, right? If not you're doing at all. Job, sorry, what happened to that? Huh? But no, like for me, like I, 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 I like Westbrook. Um, and and just to see how they were even guarding him was so disrespectful to me because you got to make a shot, dog. Get in the gym. They had, they had, yeah. they had, they had uh, Nurkic guarding him. Yeah, and, I think that. And when I say, <laughs> and when I say, Nurkic guarding him, I mean, Nurkic is standing next to the rim. Yeah. Like Nurkic has Nurkic has one foot, like in the paint, just 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 chilling, right? And Westbrook is mm-hmm. still not trying to attack, and I'm just like, man, they are treating this man like well, he's been. Well, that's that's how Westbrook so, beats you, though. He beats yeah. you off the dribble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So okay, so with him with him shooting twenty seven percent or was it twenty eight twenty seven? He's shooting a horrible percentage from just regular twos. We're talking about layups, jumpers, three-pointers, all that combined, 27%. 8% from three. Yeah, dog, I'm about to camp out in the middle of the paint, dog. <laughs> yeah. I'm not guarding you, bro. Yeah. You got to show me you can hit that, dog. I'll like, let you have that 8%. <laughs> like, bro. All game. It, no, but see, the discouraging thing, so, like, with shooters, like, when somebody disrespects you like that, and you take it and miss, dude, that does, it kills your confidence. They're, it kills it. So They're calling you Tragic Johnson, <laughs> Chipper Jones. No Jay Simpson? No Jay Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> he with us. He with us. <laughs> he with us. So, um, yeah, his confidence is, you know, with how the teams are playing him from three, until yeah. he gets into the gym and understands that this is going to be a a, a regular shot in the game where you're just going to be wide the hell open mm-hmm. because analytics say if you know if you're shooting like 20 percent from three like that's it's taking you a lot of possessions to get three points mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that's why that's why like nba owners and uh you know scouts they want you to be shooting at like at least a 33 percent clip you know oh, yeah. what i mean um oh, yeah yeah because yeah you just yeah you can't be coming in like the lakers are shooting 22 percent. like bro all of them are with the other team yeah right 22 <laughs> percent, yeah. dog like come on <laughs> right are the like are the lakers in trouble you think you think it's uh, um... already turning into a lost season <laughs> Yes. <laughs> hey, Gary's out here making reels on Instagram talking about <laughs> talking about Anthony Davis. <laughs> that, that was so disrespectful. That, that was, was so that disrespectful. Was disrespectful. He turned Nurkic turned the opposite way, scratched his face, didn't even worry about blocking out Davis at all. Like turned... I think he texts his grandmother. <laughs> he turned around, picked up his phone, and texted yeah. his family back in in Bosnia. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He that... was like, "Man, AD shooting a three right now. He ain't gonna make that shit." And then he 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 clings it off, off the, the backboard. backboard. Absolutely. Yeah. That's just you, you just. That's just. It's got to be tough being a Laker fan. Not good. It's got to be tough like, being a Laker fan right now. Are they in the gym? Is the question. Uh no. You yeah. you have to get in the gym at that point. Like you guys got to stay mm-hmm. at. Like I don't want to see nobody leaving the arena. You know how like guys will be like, oh, I hated how I shot tonight, and you'll see their ass mm-hmm. in four, at four in the morning in 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 pajamas shooting jumpers. Right. That's mm-hmm. that's how the Lakers need to be. Like, and I mm-hmm. haven't seen any footage. All they want to do is have footage of Russell Westbrook pouting or LeBron James saying, what the fuck is Westbrook doing? Excuse my language. <laughs> what is Westbrook doing? Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Let's let's show the footage of them like in the gym shooting because that's where we need them. Right. And like yeah. it, it, it sucks, too, because it's like, you know, people are saying, let's just let's just tank for. But they won't get them. You don't have any picks. You don't got that. You have to do better than New Orleans to get your picks. Uh, Mm -hmm. 
You are not on the sweepstakes. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure how the yeah. trade thing goes, but I feel they like are. you have to do well in order to uh, either keep your picks or... Yeah. Yeah. Either either yeah, way, they're not. New Orleans is gonna get Wimbledon. Yeah. Either way, they're not in the runnings for Wimbenizi. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like the Lakers are, the Lakers are gonna build a powerhouse for some other team, and I think it's New Orleans. Yeah. Either that or Washington. New Orleans I don't know is who they traded pretty for good, though. Yeah. New Orleans is looking. Yeah, pretty New Orleans. Good. If they get, if they get another guy, like, dude, Brandon Ingram is out there looking like Dr. J. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like literally, he's got mm-hmm. the same like gray hair <laughs> and everything in his fro and in his beard. Like he he, he has done nothing but play basketball all summer, <laughs> which is great. Which is he great. It's like he hasn't shaved. Yeah, he, he has not taken a shower. He, he's <laughs> not got a lineup. <laughs> he plays eight hours a day. Man, he, that's what he did all summer, and we are just now seeing him. He yeah, has he, not posted anything on social media. Yeah, he he doesn't even he doesn't even drive by a barbershop. Like he he sees a, a barbershop and turns around. Like I'm going back to the gym. Right. I'm in the gym. So it's hilarious. So so for me, like I, I was super excited when the uh, the Blazers drafted Shaden Sharp. Man, this dude is gonna be legit. I think, man. Have Probably. you have you got a chance to watch him play? Like, what do you? What do you think of his game? I, I he's a he's a spectacular athlete. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah, Blazers, y'all 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 been doing all right. Y'all been doing yeah. all right when it comes to yeah. the draft. Just don't draft no more big men. Just yeah, hey, no kidding. Trade for them. Trade. You remember yeah. how y'all got nurtured? Yeah. Y'all traded. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's how y'all do that. Yeah. That's how y'all do it from now on. Don't draft no more big men. It's been a disaster. But it's Kevin like Durant, every single like, time. Like top ten in NBA mm-hmm. history. <laughs> but it's like, like that's the thing. Like people, people always say that 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 Portland is so bad at drafting. Yes, we we've missed out on tons of players, like a, a lot of teams have. But when it comes to drafting guards and forwards, man, they they've drafted so <laughs> many. Brandon yeah. Roy, come on now. Brandon come on Roy, now. Damian Lillard, like CJ. we got Simons late, so we got CJ a little mm-hmm. later, so we got Will Barton later and stuff like that. Like when it comes to getting guards, huh? Did y'all draft back Rando? Mm-hmm. I believe so. I think so. Yeah, I have to look that back. That might have been the best so. big man y'all ever drafted. And he he's a four, but that might have been the best big man y'all ever drafted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because everybody else, Rossi Wallace, he didn't start off with the Blazers. Nah. That was a good trade. Great trade. And then when y'all finally did draft one, I think Jermaine O'Neal, Jermaine. y'all was like, oh, yeah, we'll give him to Indiana. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we don't need him. Who was that for? Dale <laughs> Davis? He becomes an all-star next year. Dale Davis, yeah. Dale Davis? That, that dude was just muscle. He was just trapping dudes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like Dale Davis. I like Dale oh, Davis. Yeah. So if you had a, I, like, I don't hate, I don't hate the Blazers. Like I, I just you, you, you fans of the Blazers. <laughs> like you guys just really sometimes are out of touch, you know. Um, like when you guys thought you were gonna beat us in the bubble. Like I just thought, like, <laughs> are you at thirty? Well, hey, and, and Dame, they had a chance. Dame, CJ broke his Dame back, was man. Screaming off in the camera. Y'all better respect my gangster and stuff yeah. like that. Like, man, yeah. like LeBron is gonna duly know everything that happened in this game, yeah. and you're coming out with a different intensity next game. How so. many more years is LeBron gonna play? 
Oh man, I think. Well, he's shit, he's still giving he's still giving you uh, a north of twenty five points a game. So, I mean, he's to. not gonna stop. I think he really <laughs> wants to play with his kids. Yeah, which would yeah. be like another couple of years. Yeah, both of them. <laughs> I think he wants to play with both of them now because because uh, uh, little Bryce is showing promise. So. Mm, He's, he's tall too. He's what, like six seven or six eight now or something like that. Right. He, LeBron is gonna obliterate this uh, scoring record. He's gonna be in the. He's gonna be in the league for a hundred years. There's no <laughs> nobody's gonna ever touch this. Like, how do you? Ever. How are you pushing forty, and you still giving us, like the type of his dunks? Like he he not his head ain't like he ain't licking the rim like he used to. Like yeah, he, used to, yeah. he used to be able to kiss the rim. Yeah. <laughs> he's like people try to grab his ankles. He'd be like, "Yo, get off me!" While he in the air, like, yeah, yeah. And the ref be like, "And one." <laughs> like, none. He ain't doing that no more. But he's still fast. He still ex- is explosive. Mm-hmm. Um, the age he, age he, catches up quick, though, more. man. Age mm-hmm. catches up quick. Look at Tim Duncan. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah Tim, when Tim Duncan he realized he was like, "Yeah, that's it." It was like, like it was like in one game. Yeah, it's like oh, it's he like Father Time hit him across the face. <laughs> yeah, during the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had a great game his last game. So yeah. at least I, he went out with a little yeah a little bang. I just remember watching Duncan playing that last or the the game that that it was obvious he was getting old. I just remember watching. Him, I was like, oh damn, Tim Duncan mm-hmm. got old. Okay, see, exposed him. Yeah, because that's the one you had Prime Russ, and that yeah. dude was a freaking problem. Yeah, Prime Russ and then Prime KD on the same team. That I think, yeah, that's those are like Tim Duncan's last games, I believe, was uh, that playoff series. And he was like, he had a good game the last game. They still got cooked, but <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, that's it. I'm just that's saying, I'm just saying, time waits for nobody, and it comes up quick. I hope we. I, I hope know. we LeBron can continue watching Bron. He's mm-hmm. built different, dude. He is. Yeah. He's, he's got. He's got. Different. I mean, he's got to be the most incredible like basketball specimen we've ever seen. Ever. Like yeah, as man. as far as like his build, like nobody's nobody was built like Bron. And you could yeah, say will built like that and moving like that. Yeah, you could yeah. say will. You could say Giannis, but nobody. Nobody was like Bron. For how big he is, how fast he is, his 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 vision, his prowess, his you know, like you're you're talking about him like facilitating like a, a, a basketball game. Like he mm-hmm. he he's gonna be the all time leading scorer. Yeah. He'll be top five in assists, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the dude is like just Oh man, real. I just realized we forgot to ask you the same question we ask every guest we have oh, on here. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm oh, gonna yeah. end the show this way. So you gotta you gotta decide. And this is a this is a big decision for you. Oh no. <laughs> Who are you taking between Braun or Jordan? Or oh. <sighs> who I got? Yeah. And then and or, then and then or... to follow that up. I want you to choose between Bron and Jordan, but I also want to further that and, and say you can choose anybody throughout the history of the NBA after you pick one of those two. Okay, Bron or Jordan? Yeah. 
So my I got a top three. Mm-hmm. My top three is Kobe, LeBron, and Jordan, obviously. So <clears throat> And it's in that order because you're a delusional Laker fan, right? <laughs> when you when you have watched Kobe throughout his career, mm-hmm. you know you'll. I'll explain in a second. I'm gonna answer the first question. Uh, so between LeBron and, and Jordan, people are gonna people are gonna say, "Oh, he he doesn't have credibility." When I choose LeBron, and I'm choosing LeBron. Because number one is who I grew up with. Number one, like I seen a handful of Jordan's games. Yeah, mm-hmm. but when I saw him, he, you know, I definitely saw the, I saw the greatness. I saw your your airness. Look, look, Michael Jordan is like one of the the, the swaggiest. Or, no, he is the swaggiest player to like ever play this game. Like, as far as having his tongue out, mm-hmm. hanging in the air for thirty five seconds, and still <laughs> scoring the basket. Gold chains. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Being able to get drunk in Vegas and then yeah. flying in and yeah. dropping 41 on you the next night. Like, yeah, <laughs> you can't discredit that. So, but, you know, um, when you're talking about the greatest of all time, uh, you you know, I don't want to, you know, Jordan took over the, the league for that time when they won the six championships. All right. Mm-hmm. Like that was his league, <laughs> period. Now, I will contend that there weren't a whole lot of guards. Like, I, like Jordan gave birth to Kobe, Tracy McGrady, Vince Carter, Paul Pierce, Ricky Davis, um, Michael Red, <laughs> Ray Allen, Allen Iris. Like he gave birth to all these players that he never went against. Yeah. I think it would have been more difficult for Jordan to navigate the the NBA that he created mm-hmm. then when he was but he, dominating hold on because, because he, he, he did Miller. play against a lot of he those was guys 185 pounds he did play against a lot of those guys that you mentioned didn't he because he was still playing with the Wizards in the 2000s yeah and yeah, giving them what, what playoffs what playoffs did they go I'm to? just saying he was he was still hitting <laughs> 40 a game at 40 at 40 Charlotte <laughs> Charlotte anybody can drop drop 40 on Charlotte <laughs> but, but 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 okay so jordan average he wasn't getting his 30. Mm-hmm. He, there were no playoffs we don't when people talk about the wizards years they like let's put an asterisk and say that's not really jordan we're not <laughs> yeah. really gonna count that as jordan because yeah. you know he was just trying to get out there and get a fan something and then sit down he was on some low well he wasn't he played like all 82 but yeah yeah, like Kobe was coming in, dropping 55 on him and stuff like that. Like, that stuff's not happening in his prime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, it's going to be more competitive. So, uh, you know, Jordan, he 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 did play those guys, but he was, you know, too old to, like, really contend with those guys. Yeah. Or to really, like, show I'm a champion and, and, uh, and win the NBA Finals and stuff like that. Like, nah. You know, but back yeah. when he was playing for the Wizards, I believe there was a top dog. I'm not sure. Do you remember? Do you remember? Uh, was it? He threw an alley oop or something like that to a guy. Uh, his last name was like O'Neal. I'm not sure. 
We don't we don't talk about that. We'll talk about that. Uh, Scotty we'll, we'll Pippen still that. his ankles are still in uh, great wrestling. <laughs> was it the great wrestling form then? All right. I think that, his ankles are Hassani still can't come form. back on the show. <laughs> that that is my worst Blazers memory ever. Like anytime I see that clip now, I, I just shrivel up and. Cry. Hey man, y'all gotta have some adversity. Hey, we've got we got conflict. we got another co-host that's kind of taking a bit of a sabbatical right now that has only watched that game twice ever. Once uh-huh. the the day it happened, uh-huh. and the second time was recently because he couldn't bring himself to watch it again because it was that oh, emotional wow. for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brutal. Y'all are Brutal, crushing man. us, Portlanders, man. <laughs> hey, well, the, and then, the Lakers uh, aren't doing so good this season, so I'm happy. I'm good. I'm good with that. So, so if, gonna, if, if you if could, I'm gonna pick a goat. Yeah, if you're gonna pick a goat, goat, I'm, gonna, pick a goat. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be delusional and I'm gonna pick Kobe. Okay, you, you know why. what? I think you have, I think you have a valid argument with Kobe. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why, because mm-hmm. Kobe did everything. Kobe didn't mm-hmm. come in with the the Lakers franchise giving him the you know the red carpet treatment. Kobe mm-hmm. had to earn everything that he got. Yeah, he had to, he, he had to earn his his big man he MVP. Everything. He was right? uh he was he was coming off the bench, airballed, mm-hmm, came back sure. the next year, averaging double figures, got a starting spot, went to the finals, Shaq gets fouled out, he takes over. Um they didn't Shaq still get the MVP though? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they okay. go on the three P. Uh-huh. Shaq, you know, the whole Shaq-Kobe debacle, yeah, that yeah. happened. Rebuild. Kobe has to go through this whole rebuilding process. Well, for like a couple years, and then he gets pow? No, it was like four It was like four years. Was it four years? No, four years, dude. Okay, four sucking. years. With, then he gets pow. <laughs> of Smush it, Parker. Dude, he had to drop 81 just to win a, one basketball game. Like, he literally had to drop 81. That's how bad his team was. Yeah, I'm yeah. just giving He's you like, a hard time, Hassani. We're not winning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then so they went through the whole building rebuilding process and got two more championships. He came back from the Achilles. Mm-hmm. Final game of his his life, sixty points. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can't. I, I like. I, in my opinion, and when it came to and then you know all the, went through a divorce, went through uh, uh, the, the stuff that happened in Colorado, and still yeah. would come hit the game win. Like I, I, when I look at adversity, that's something that I uh, identify with the most. Is mm-hmm. it's somebody that can overcome uh, trials and tribulations, like you know how yeah. they. And I haven't seen um, the other two goats do it as much as Kobe has done it. And so you know, when I look at who's a goat, who's he's like taking the most absurd jumpers and making them, like mm-hmm. specifically in the playoffs. If you mm-hmm. bust down his tapes. Of the shot shot making ability, um, we're talking fadeaway three pointers. Like these, these are shots like nobody in the history of the game is making in clutch yeah. moments. Yeah. You know that yeah. he's looking, he's staring it down in the face, and he's making these shots, especially in the playoffs. So, um, you know, if if I'm gonna pick a goat, uh, I I gotta go with the Mamba. I'm never gonna disrespect his name, you know, especially because he's not with us. But okay. yeah, gotta go. Oh, gotta go with the Mamba, and LeBron just has all the fucking stats. So right, that's, that's why, <laughs> yeah. that's why yeah. I gotta go. You, know, you play long enough, eventually you're gonna get them. 
Yeah, yeah. Played long enough. So you know, I, I I will give you Kobe. I will give you Kobe. That's my spiel on uh, the great, the greatest of all time. Uh, yeah, Jordan. Man, I love Jordan. It's, it's you know, but LeBron, he's just like here every year. Mm-hmm. He went to ten finals with the, the worst basketball team. Like me and Gary was on that team that went to the finals. <laughs> Eric Snow. <laughs> me, me and Gary went to the finals with LeBron. Like that's how bad those yeah. teams are. And he, yeah. He's a little engine that could, and he runs into the Warriors, and then you know, you know what happens there. Yeah. But if it had been any other team, that mm-hmm. man's leaving out of there with a championship. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I hear that, man. But I do have to say, <laughs> your pain as a Laker fan is our gain as Blazer fans. But mm-hmm. now I love. I welcome it. I love it. <laughs> I was talking. I was talking the most uh, when we were winning in 2020. So. Especially yeah. when we won the series, I was talking the most. So. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's a cycle. It's it's a cycle, man. That's how it works. Yeah. Absolutely, but Hassani, I encourage you. We appreciate you joining the show, man. I can't believe we've been talking for like an hour and a half now. It's amazing. Uh, you're more than thank welcome you, to to join going. the show anytime. But but mm-hmm. we just want to say thank you for joining the show, man. Yeah, no problem, man. If y'all 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 got any uh y'all want to know about any. Any uh, plays that happen or whatever, hit me up. I'll clear some right. stuff up for oh, you. Oh yeah, you you better you better believe we'll be calling you. Hey oh, Hassani, absolutely. we need you on on the next show, man. We're gonna talk about this right. play. Mark this. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Put a pin in this one. I'm gonna tap in. I'm gonna tap in. I'm the referee insider. Right on. Well, thank you for giving us your insight, man. Uh, shout no out doubt. to my co-host Gary Hassan, the Basketball Podcast Network, DraftKings. And especially you, our listeners, social media followers, and Bucket Busters. Keep reaching out to us on Twitter, at Busted Bucket, with your comments and questions. We love building community with you all. Don't forget to rate, follow, subscribe, and leave a review if you're digging what we're saying. Be good to each other, Rip City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening.